Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello everyone, and thank you again for listening to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. My name is Kylie Miller, and we are on um, Teams this morning, and I've got with me, um, I guess I'll let y'all say hi. Go ahead and start, Mr. R.L. I'm R.L. Frazier, and I'm in the uh, Tallulah office today. I'm Bruce Garner. I'm in West Carroll today. Uh, Swam in just a few minutes ago. <laughs> well, I'm Dennis Burns. I'm at, at uh, Northeast Research Station, and I floated in. <laughs> well, that's a good lead into what we're going to talk about today, if, I, if there ever was. Kylie, before uh, we get into that, Last time we had this big discussion about the crew, and you didn't introduce us. Now you done dropped. Cause the y'all crew fought just... me on it. Y'all fought we me on it. I, I was trying to speed things up. You know, it's always us. So I'm just gonna call us the crew and get it well, over with. But nah, y'all didn't like that. So <laughs> I, didn't, I thought I was waiting on you to say the crew today. I thought yeah. last time you surprised us last time. So you <laughs> keep us on our toes. Well, you know, somebody needs to. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. No, that was cute. <laughs> not, but, as, yeah. not as cute as Cullen, but it's cute. So. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> Where's he? Boy, he has bugged me. He has bugged me for two weeks. When's it gonna come up? When's it gonna come up? Well, I sent it to him the other day. I don't know if he's had a chance to listen yet. Tell him to share it with all his friends. He's a big movie star now. Oh, he was. <laughs> you ought to heard all that he was going to tell him. What he got to do, to, you know, film YouTube videos uh, on the podcast. And he had all kind of stuff he was going to lay on him. <laughs> Put it on his resume. <laughs> um, just as a, a side note here, too, since we're going to, so before we get into talking about how bad the weather is, um, you know, when we did the the that little field tour, that row rice thing, you know, RL, you and Bruce went and had to hunt. You you and well, y'all made a little video about finding the bill bugs, but y'all had to hunt for them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hunt for them anymore. They there? They yeah. popping up all over the place. I bet. I'm not sure why they're doing it this year, but you walk through and it's not hard to find. Um, probably the excess heat and dry weather has helped. Yeah, probably. You know, in the past, it might not have been flooded, but we were getting periodic <laughs> rainfall that may have helped suppress them. So, well, you you walk because we walked through the high, the variety trial the other day, and you just walk down and just looked, and, and everything's headed, everything's pretty well headed out now, so it's easy to pick out the whiteheads. So, Okay, that's just a side note since we're doing side notes. Well, I'm going to go ahead and plug right now. It would be a good time to say if you if you have an Instagram account and you want to see Mr. Ariel's video on the bill bugs, we've got, a, we've got that reel posted. And uh, um, Bruce, I'm trying to remember what yours was on. I think yours was on crop rotation. Crop rotation. And, and we've got, we had some Johnson grass showing up on the margins. Yeah, and we've got that one too on the rice. So... Y'all check us out there. Check well, us out look, our, the YouTube too. 
because uh, Bruce has got all the videos. The ep our episode, our ser our Saturday morning serial is up now because all the, they're all up. Uh, I don't I don't I guess they're all up. Yeah, they, well, got all, the last one I've got to put up is the varieties, and mm. I'm working on that now. Um, we've got about 15 varieties in the trial this year, um, and I'm trying to get some some notes together for the. And I'll, I'm actually gonna be back down at the station if it ever stops raining. Um, shoot a little bit more video. Um, okay. We've got that. That'll be coming out. That'll be episode six, and then we may follow. May have to follow up. Follow on on out through harvest. We've got some other topics we can look at. Um, we may look at those bill bugs a little bit harder. Well, um, and Trey was Trey was supposed to come this week and look for disease. He had some. I think he inoculated some of his stuff for, with sheath blight. I don't think he's coming this week though. It may be a little bit wet, and that's the reason I'm kind of putting it off because I, I I don't mind walking rice, but you know if we don't have to do it in the rain, I don't. You know. mm -hmm. Well, see, Kylie was supposed to do a video with James Hendricks on the cowpeas that cowpea variety trial they're doing yesterday and i don't understand why she didn't show up james had his boots and his slicker suit and all that you know and well i mean james could have just went to town i'd have to catch a boat ride up take the mississippi river to get to y'all i guess <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh my goodness it has been some water it has been some water falling well let's talk about it how much rain have y'all gotten i think we're um I guess it started raining middle of last week, and I think we're close to we're probably around that ten eleven mark when I left the house this morning. But it's it's been flooding since then, so I'm sure we've gotten way more than that. And the forecast does not look any better for the rest of the week. So mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't look good till the middle of next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, I mean waterproof at my house. I'm since the first of August, I'm pushing 20 inches. Well, in Madison, we're 15. I, I think here in West Carroll Morehouse, um, we're that 12 to 15. Um, in the past, I think since Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, um, we're probably sitting on between 10 and 11 inches just in this in this rain event mm -hmm. this sustained rain event i mean um you know it has been um uh, inordinately wet especially when you're trying to get beans cut and finish up some corn dennis and i were talking earlier uh this is kind of the rain you see either off a hurricane or just your normal winter you know december january rainfall yep. you know it's very unusual. Yeah, yeah. The the only difference in a hurricane, we don't have the winds with it. Yeah. Right. And you know, surprisingly, and and just ride around the parish and looking, there's more corn left out there than I thought it was. Uh yeah. very possible. I've not I've not had a chance to get out and ride. I'm gonna try to do that today, but with it raining steadily, I didn't even attempt yesterday or Monday. Yeah, we we had we had some 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 here in the parish on the west side of West Carroll um, where it stayed dry all seemed like all summer long we stayed dry. We had a lot of fields cut kind of to the west of, of West Carroll and the west side. Um, back to the north and the 
the east side of the parish where it stayed a little bit wetter uh moisture wasn't was, was still in the was still in the, the grain and guys didn't get didn't get quite as much cut but dennis i'm kind of like you i the little bit i've seen there's parts of the parish that you know we're some guys are done with corn harvest but we, we i got other guys that have just cut very little it's just mm-hmm. where That's- where it was Exactly. Where it was dry, it was dry. Yeah, that's the same thing I'm looking at over here, Bruce. I would say like we're halfway through it in Catahoula and Concordia, but we've got some people that are done. But just like that, we've also got some people that were just getting started first of this last week, I guess. Um, we had been catching some rains that's really knocked them out and kind of pushed that back. And and same goes for the beans too. But mm-hmm. I mean, there the, we still have corn. Well, there were, I can tell you, beans, I can show you bean fields that were sprayed, anticipating they liked a day of corn. You know, they had yeah. 150 mm-hmm. acres of corn left to cut, so they went ahead and sprayed a bunch of beans so they could just go from one, you know, pretty well just move just roll right you know, from one into the next one, and uh, it ain't happening now. Mm-mm. That's us. Same thing, you know, I've seen it. Uh here up up on this end same thing dennis they just and and you back up and you look well the two weeks prior to the rain starting we had that same 50 60 70 percent chance of rain Mm -hmm. in the forecast for two weeks and you'd get a little quarter inch here a half inch here nothing to you know everybody had enough fields scattered well i get a half inch rain here today i just pick up and move down the road a half mile and go right on back to cutting I reckon, and I hate to say it, maybe they had lost confidence in the weather forecast. You know, for two weeks it had been same forecast and everything was hot and dry, so we just kept going. Well, and you you never know what the rain, what the weather's going to do. You just got to do it. it. We got to have something ready, and that's the questions that, you know, I've been getting in all week about it, and I sent a big email out yesterday about some research that – was done right there on the station. Um, we wanted, I guess it's Dr. Josh Cope's student worker she mm-hmm. had. Um, I don't remember her name off the top of my head about it all. But, I mean, just riding around looking at some beans that we had yesterday, it doesn't matter if they're green or if they had been killed already. They're still sprouting in the pod. So mm-hmm. there's really no difference. I mean, it's all turned into mush. I mean, it yeah. looks plum awful. I mean, what do you think of... Real, what would you would think would be really good beans, like top of the line beans that were irrigated? They were mm-hmm. between that when all this started, they were five, five and a half, you know, and going on. You, I mean, they're still going to lose yield from some, you know, all those bottom pods. Either they went underwater or they just rot. They fixed to rot because the beans are chest high and there's no air going to circulate. That's it. I was telling. You know, we were talking before we went started recording there. I was, had taken off last week, a little vacation, and had got a call, you know, come Monday morning, if we don't get any rain, I need you to come. Let's look at some beans and see about irrigating one last time. And But worried about a rain. And now, instead of worrying about getting enough rain to fill those pods out, he's worried about... Am I going to be able to get in there and cut them? You know, or are we going to have to mud them out? You know, probably well, got more than adequate rain to fill them, but 
Now they got to figure out how to cut them in this mud. Well, what's kind of terrible right now is we hadn't gotten to cut many of those good irrigated beans. So we don't mm-hmm. really know what we're going to have far as loss, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, trying to quantify that. So we hadn't okay. moved into that part yet. I got Go a, I got a, I got a question. Okay. This came up several years ago. I don't know if y'all remember. It didn't, it didn't, it was just one of those things that they tried. Some producers tried. There was a little bit of talk about it. Spraying a fungicide to preserve seed quality. With that in mind, on these, what Kylie's talking about, the good beans and what I was mentioning on these later beans, should you, I guess we need to ask Trey, get his him to weigh in on it. Should you go out as soon as it dries up, the sun shines and you get an airplane can fly and spray a fungicide to try and minimize the the disease loss, the rotting. You know, I think, you know, I, I'd, I'd defer to Trey on that. I think say, I'd be scared to wade in on that one. I would. But, but you know, the, the, you know, that, that knee jerk response for me is going to be, um, we're looking at some pretty potential high commodity prices. Mm-hmm. Um, how many bushels of beans would it take to save you know to 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 offset that price i you know boy from 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 a from an economic standpoint it it would it might would wash but would a would it actually work um yeah I, i'm gonna have to, i'd have to defer that one to to somebody with a post hole digger behind their name <laughs> well, well i mean it, if if you're looking at getting them out within the next few days i wouldn't think it would be worth it yeah. i mean which i'm sure is the plan um uh, unless you've got a ton of acreage or something that you can't get to them or whatever but i wouldn't think it would be worth it just if you well, were that was, i think that was the thing it came up when we had some hurricanes it's been the last five years ago we had some bad hurricane had this had this same scenario and so there was some talk of it, and there was some went out, and I don't really know what the the results of it were. I think it was more on farm stuff. People just did it. Yeah. They sprayed, and they the, the talk was to preserve seed quality. And I mean, it's the same scenario again. I my, thinking, my thinking is more on it. Or, or do you have stink bugs out there? You wouldn't want anything puncturing. Yeah the seed or allowing any more moisture to get in there so this would be to treat that well stink bugs are according to tyler stink bugs are steady around um but you can't i mean for the last well for the last several days you couldn't have flown anyway even if you wanted to spray you couldn't spray um i don't i mean i don't know you're right about stink but stink bugs and okay Let's go back to the same question. Are the stink bugs that were maybe kind of on the borderline Sunday or last Thursday, where are they at today? Be like that video that Trey, uh, that Tyler put up with that stink bug. He was swimming, trying to get back to that plant. <laughs> well, in the in the newsletter that I sent out la- yesterday, I talked to Tyler and I got Tyler to put in a little piece in there and he talks about you know, the acephate versus the bifenthrin and and the difference and what he would go with and why. And um so I mean he's he's recommending treating those. 
Well, uh, you know, I mean, I think we, I think it's some you're you're fixing to get, and it, and just what you said, if a stink bug stings that pod, that opens it up to let the moisture in, to let the rot in. You're not just gonna have a, you're not gonna lose the bean because of the stink bug. You're fixing to lose all of the whole them, pod. The whole pod. I mean, so, it will make matters worse. So. Yeah. I reckon to really yeah. sum it up. Just because we're flooded, we don't need to back off on stink bug treatment. Yes. You gotta wait. You have to put your boots on. Wait out there and see see if they still if they still swimming or not. Yeah, probably just wait out there and stand still, and you just count them on your leg. You wouldn't have to worry about <laughs> catching a ride to the next plant. <laughs> catching a ride again. Yeah. They they trying to get out of the water, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, they, 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 but they may not be red banded. They may they may actually be green stink or brown stink bugs, but they've got a little life preserver on, and that's what makes them look like red banded. <laughs> look like water bugs. <laughs> like water bugs. <laughs> Guys, I'm not trying to make light of the situation at all. Please don't take that. But you know, we're we're just being a bunch of glummy gusses here today. But I, I wish we had something to 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 be be hopeful about. One one thing I did have a producer tell me. He said. He said, "Well, the first the first five inches of rain we could handle because the, everything was relatively empty." And he said, "But that second five inches of rain was got me mm -hmm. to, to blow that back out. Hopefully, we'll see this this water in our in our drainage estuaries go ahead and get on out, and maybe we can see some 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 fields, you know, get water off of them." I was. We just also looking, need some sunshine. I mean, we've well, got a. That, yeah, and I, and I was just looking at some some weather forecasts. They're not really saying anything about sun, the sun shining until Saturday the twenty seventh. Um, but then they're going right back with a chance of rain on Sunday the 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 twenty eighth, and then all next week. Um, you know, uh, maybe we can get some, but the temperature the temperatures are 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 going to be for this time of the year relatively mild. I'm, I'm not going to say good, but, you know, maybe we can hold on. Go ahead, Mr. Ari. I'll see you raising <laughs> your hand. <laughs> I had raised my hand. Uh, on a positive note, I noticed last couple of days where this corn has been cut and everybody was cutting and not worrying about disting and burning mm -hmm. the water coming out of that field. It's crystal clear. Oh hmm. yeah. What would you, what would what would what would cause that, Ariel? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we've you had conversations just, about. Let them think about that for a while. Yeah. What 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 would <laughs> cause these fields to, to to run off clear water post harvest? Hmm. You no. reckon that all that stubborn stuff laying on the ground? Might have had something to do with it. Don't worry about it. We'll put a match to it and, and burn it off. Yeah. Oh, we can't burn. RL asked me when we was going to burn something. I said, we're out of the burn business. <laughs> we're in the rot business now. Hey, talking about burn, though, let's get serious. You know, you mentioned something the other day, and you and I were talking about that, folks, this, this burning has done got to be a serious job. You know, it's. <laughs> The, the liability that's tied back into it, especially if you're around the highway. Uh, eating dinner the other day, run into a guy, just got talking and 
he was talking about he had lost a shed on some family property that's not the farm. His land, his tenant didn't set it, but another one set it, and it jumped. So now you've got liability issues there. You know, we've already heard, Bruce, what was that, four or five years ago up in Morehouse Parish, I think it was, or West Carroll, where there was a death involved? It, it actually on the highway. Yep. It actually was was six years ago this October. And twisted way I remember that is it was the day it was the day I got married. Yeah, and oh. that was <laughs> and there was some folks on the way to the wedding tell was telling me about it. But yeah, they 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 were burning off some 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 rice residue and with a with the wind blowing oh. across the, the highway it was the smoke was so thick somebody had slowed down and it was a tragic accident yeah but in, in all seriousness guys uh when we're when we're thinking about um we've got the, we've got the the information out there about what leaves the field when you burn it mm-hmm. and you know there's some there's a bunch of you know a bunch of nutrients that get up and leave the field when you put a match to it and mm-hmm. it's stuff that the the, the following crops going to need um and I, there's a lot of reasons um not to burn I, I i would encourage folks before we get out there burning fields crop, crop residue off let's let's look long and hard at, at do we really really need to to do it um sometimes you know at the end of the season especially when we've had flooding rains like this stuff gets piled up and we might need to do something but oh man if we could if we could hold off burning um or if you have and if you have questions about why not to burn give any one of us a call we'd be glad to talk to you about it or if you want to learn what's involved with burning safely yeah that's what i was going to say what did you bring up yesterday dennis the requirements you know used to we thought if we'd been through the burn management school they were a little better off but now it's some two or three documents that's got to be attached to it in a permit to legally be able to burn it off and and i say legally you know in case you're involved in one of these litigations well and you know you hear every year there's a fire you know it gets dry in the middle of summer and there's a fire shows up and the fire you know it's on the news the fire department's called out y'all both were in the fire department you know y'all were both yep they're fire chiefs and fire department you got called out because somebody was burning the trash pile and it got over in the fence row and away it went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've seen a lot of structures lost that away. Yeah. And, you know, even the homeowner doesn't realize when that fire gets away, you, you're liable for whatever damage it causes. It's going to how good your neighbor is, how good a relationship you got. Yep. It can, yeah. can get very costly. <laughs> Yes, it can. Okay, so we're we depressed everybody. I guess we need to go. <laughs> well, I was trying to open up, close on a good note with the water being clear coming off some of these cornfields that hadn't been burned and plowed. So, well, um, then Bruce just had going. I just had to. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I thought, you know, that's just that's just how the how the 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 the. The monkey rolls today is it's just yeah. you look at this rain and it's kind of hard to, to to find something 
positive, but yeah, there's positives out there, you know. Oh, you yeah. just have to, have to look hard for them. Well, look, I'll close with guys if you're listening and you want to report anything that you're seeing out in your fields or anything like that, please let us know. Keep us informed on what you're going through. Uh, Cause I know myself, we've been asked to make comments to newspapers. The FSAs reached out to me and, and, and a couple other people about what you're going to, what, what the crop looks like. So please, please uh, think about us and share that with us and we'll be, we'll be in touch, but um, hope things get better. Um, Hopefully we can get some sunshine and some dry weather soon and we can get back to work. Um, but net for now, I guess we'll be here. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Sounds all right. Good. Then. Sounds all right. Good. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all next week. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local Extension office.